Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, Kristaps Porzingis. Again, 37 tonight. I don't know if you knew that or not. I, I might have heard that. I, I think you drew it on your, your arm and on your forehead. 37 for Porz, for a Nick player is like 70 with another team. So he completely had a better night than LeBron did tonight with his 57. 57, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's great. 37 with the Knicks. It's uh, a lot harder. No, I don't know. LeBron, the rims LeBron are a lot was, smaller in Madison Square Garden. What is it, a circus clown it's kind been, of No, tent? they've been smaller for the last 15 years. I don't know if you know that or not. How about that? The the baskets the Knicks have been shooting at. Regulation. No, no, no. They shrink them for the Knicks. The last fifteen years, it's happened. Yeah, you don't. I mean, I know the circus used to play the Garden, but they don't anymore. It's very slow. It's very subtle. It's very slow. The rim closes. It's tougher. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Like going to the carnival. 
But, but I mean, Porzingis missed three free throws. He only shot 59%. LeBron. No, he's only 59%. LeBron, hey, LeBron was at 67.6. Yeah, for a team that's been to three straight finals, it's easy. Poor, poor Ziggis, the so Knicks haven't been to the playoffs in the six years. The rim gets bigger? Of course it's bigger. It's easier. Le- Le- one of LeBron's quotes after the game was pretty funny, though. Because Washington, it seemed like they were just waiting for me to miss. And I did 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the twisting of the knife. He knew everything he was doing after the game, posing for selfies on the court. That was a huge blank you to Washington. Huge blank you to Washington. You know what would have been better? If poor Zingas had done the same. Oh, uh, well, he doesn't really have a feud with the Suns. It's the Suns. Yeah, I mean, you beat the Suns by 20 at home. You're kind of I know, to do and that. you're at home. But, I mean, this is where you control the fans who've been doing nothing but booing your team for the last couple of years. They're excited about your play now. But here's the thing for Kristaps Porzingis. Right now in the NBA, I'm talking about right now in the NBA, just like we talked about McCown being number eight, obviously Aaron Rodgers is not playing, right. and Deshaun Watson got hurt. Right now, Porzingis is, at worst, the eighth best player in the NBA. That's how that's how far he's come in such a short time this season. All right, so do the list. Annika Kunpo, Greek Freak, Curry, Davis, James Harden, LeBron, Durant, Russell Westbrook. And then you're Erroneous. into then you're into Erroneous. okay, the Blake Griffins, DeMarcus Cousins, and and Porzingis is right up there. DeMarcus right Cousins. up there. I put him ahead of the the first seven. Those are your first seven. And they're not all having great seasons so far. Westbrook's not having a great start to this season, but still it's Russell Westbrook, and he's the MVP, so it's okay. It's not D'Angelo Russell who probably want to try to score 50 tonight in his revenge game against the Lakers, but that's where Porzingis is. And are other players who have been great for longer going to solidify themselves in the top than Yes, but right now, this season, this is what Porzingis is doing. He is solidifying himself as a top-10 NBA player. Top 10 overall player. That's where he's at. That's what he can do. That's his ceiling for this season. Night in, night out, giving you 30-plus efficiency, shooting at a high rate, getting back on defense, running full court. I mean, doing all the things where it'd be easy to focus on one part of your game but still improving all around uh, and making things happen. Some of those highlights, uh, just fantastic stuff, showing the growth. And, look, the, the floor's not clogged anymore. The ball doesn't stop in Carmelo's hands anymore. It keeps moving. Now, whether you've got enough talent to sustain any success over the course of a season, we're still looking at the Eastern Conference that, provided none of your starters get hurt, you'll at least be in contention for a playoff berth. But Tim Hardaway Jr. tonight had a 21-point night, and you you look at overall, you're you're not getting much in the way uh, of a dominant performance, uh, you know, at the – the point guard position, Jared Jack had eight, ass, eight assists. But, yeah, but putting him in the starting gave, lineup, you the, team, the team moves now. Since he's been right. starting point guard, he's you know they're four and one. I still want a, a point guard that I, I know can actually oh, sure. put and the I, ball up I, every I, now I'd and like again. to get Eric Gordon too, but <laughs> well, that's what you should do. You should be going viral. You you and I mean, your Eric you Bledsoe, Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Like Bledsoe, yeah, and I'll you take Eric you, Gordon too. No, sure. sure, I'll take them both. Yeah, you'll take not? any guy named Flash Gordon, yeah. former quarterback of the Jets, whatever it takes. But you and and your buddy Michael Rappaport, uh-huh. when you go see him on Sunday, <laughs> two of you should film a video and start doing the lobbying for Zingus, top ten player, in the, and he'll be there for a long time. All he needed was Mello to clear out because look, what was why wasn't Porzingis? Spreading his wings last year because everything went through Melo. As you said, he's a ball stopper. 
Porzingis had 12 shots a game as a rookie, 15 shots a game in his second year. How many points are you really going to How much are you going to affect the game when you're shooting 15 times? Not many. But now, with no Carmelo Anthony, it's not quite addition by subtraction, but it's allowing players to bloom and blossom, as we saw with the Clippers when Blake Griffin would get hurt, other guys would step up. Now he's getting 23 shots a game. And, of course, when you're making half of them, you're going to score 30 points a game or 35 points a night. I mean, that's how good Porzingis is. That's what they needed. He just needed to do that. And now the Nick, the best thing they did was get rid of Melo for nothing. Like we could have got nothing for him. No, absolutely nothing. And hey, look, you got Canner, you got a couple of guys, and that's great. And Dougie McBuckets had a nice night tonight yeah, he did. with 12 and 15. But that's really what it is. Let this be Porzingis' team. And now suddenly in a week, in a week, it's gone from, boy, the Knicks are a mess to, boy, I could go there and play with Porzingis. Now suddenly the Knicks are a destination. Sometimes it changes that quick in sports. That, and he spoke spoke away a lot of the stuff going on with his brother that became a big story and bubbled up yesterday. So uh, perhaps making sure that the fans know that he's got his big wingspan wrapped around them for the foreseeable future, especially with Phil being gone. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ezekiel Elliott will play this week. You can put him back in your lineup in fantasy. We told you beginning of the week, if you thought Elliott's suspension was going to be upheld as it was when the ruling came down, we told you there was still the appeal to the second uh, court of appeal in the United States. The NFLPA appealed there, and they have said, yes, Ezekiel Elliott can still play while his appeal is being heard. So another day of he's suspended, but now he can play on Sunday. The good news is this, is that there's going to be some kind of permanent resolution in a week. Next week's appeal, which they're hearing, they're going to hear over the course of the next few days, because now they've given him a stay while he appeals to the second court of appeals. If he loses this, then his suspension will go through. This is kind of your last gasp chance. And so then the suspension will go through. This is the last one. And we've said it from the beginning. Even if he wins in court and his appeal happens, he's going to serve this six-game suspension because the NFL is not beholden to courts of law. They're not. They can suspend guys for violating the league's personal conduct policy, which they say Ezekiel Elliott did. Tom Brady, they he appealed, appealed, appealed to what happened. He eventually served. I mean, we're telling you this. Ezekiel Elliott's going to have to serve it. It's just a matter of when. It could be next week, and if he wins the appeal, maybe it's not till next season, but it's at the beginning of next season he will sit out six games. It's just going to happen, and we've told you this for a long time. The crazy part is that this – is going to be what kills Roger Goodell. Because we've told you for a year, I mean, go back a year, we should actually tweet out the best of where we talked about this. A year ago, we told you, Roger Goodell's going to get pushed out as NFL commissioner. And now the last couple of days, so many people have had a, oh, look at Roger Goodell, he made a... Yeah, we told you a year ago, he was going to get pushed out. Why? Because he's a bad headline for the NFL. There's no trust between the players, and the owners. But the owners like him as long as he's making them money, and they're making a lot of money. But as we said, as money starts trickling in rather than falling in after a parachute in a in an airplane drop, owners are going to get restless. 
and now he's upset two of the more powerful owners with the Flategate and now the Ezekiel Elliott. Because as we've seen this week, Jerry Jones is on a mission to not get Roger Goodell's contract extension. This is going to be what pushes him out. I thought it was going to be a couple more years, but but trust me, this is where we're going. And I would not be surprised if you find out at some point, Roger Goodell says, I'm going to do the end of my contract and I'm done. And I'm walking away and the NFL can have whoever they want in. Because if Jerry Jones is pushing to have not have Roger Goodell sign a contract, guess what? Guess what's going to happen? He won't get that extension. Because Jones is influential and he's pissed off that Ezekiel Elliott's got to go through this. And he's really, he's like, Roger, I thought you were going to do what the owners wanted. Well, he didn't do what Bob Kraft wanted him to do, even though he helped him out for Spygate. So Kraft should have said, okay, we're even now because that was really bad. But I'm going after you for Deflategate. And now I'm going after Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm not letting it go. And he's going to be suspended. Papa John Schnatter this week says, oh, you know, the NFL's got to figure out their problem. We're, no one's buying pizzas on Sunday because people aren't watching the NFL. Oh, by the way, something that was probably pushed to the NFL by Jerry Jones, who is a big stake owner in Papa John's Pizza. Jerry ne- never, Jones- never mind that. There, there's a whole argument to be made about the pizza itself yeah, and, and the business and, and, and the way that whole market is set up. But everybody's just ignored that because it makes for a better headline. As you, as you get older, you got more discerning for pizza. As I've, I've, you know, we've talked about this this but week. But there's been a rise of so many other brands. Sure, and, and Blaze. Local oh, I'd rather go to Blaze. But then you've got local places mm-hmm. that people are going to prefer. And let's face it, it, when when are you going to this end? When you need twenty pizzas fast economically? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's only pizza. a few places. Sure, you know, but well, let's call it what it is. Look, the reason the reason there's less pizza, I don't doubt that on Sundays. People are ordering less pizza. You know why? Because the games stink. Because the games stink. There's too many games that stink, and people pull the plug earlier. If yeah, but other places matchup, are reporting that their sales are better. So you know what? They just great. stole margin. But the bottom line is, you know, the games stink, and I get that. When you have when you have games that are great, featuring good teams, guess what? Hey, the ratings were through the roof this week in the NFL. The NFL can't just put any candy-ass team on television anymore. They used to be able to do that, and they can't. And they still try to force-feed as much of a Jets fan as I am, they try to force feed Jets, Bills, and Colts, Jaguars, and all these teams in prime time. And as people say, I, I don't need it. I don't need that. So that's why you're seeing a big downtick in in ratings. But if you want to go the pizza route, fine. But this is Jerry Jones pulling the strings on this. He does not want Goodell to get that extension because he's done and wants a new commissioner. What Jerry Jones wants, Jerry Jones gets. He wanted the Rams in L.A. The Rams came to L.A. He gets what he wants. Roger Goodell was slowly being pushed out, and now the other NFL owners are going, yeah, we're in trouble with ratings, and and yeah, we're not making as much money, and okay, maybe somebody else can make us a lot of money. Told you this a year ago, this is where the NFL is going to get to with Goodell, and now we're even closer than I thought we'd be at this point. But you had the accelerant put on it where you start adding the the, the conflagration of all of these stories and, and the, the merging of one – bad headline after the next and the perception of the league that it takes with it. And for Roger Goodell, the the office has looked bumbling during the process. And it's not easy to create a policy from scratch because certainly Paul Tagliabue's regime didn't have it. He had the power under the CBA. He just didn't do anything with it. So long as you could make it between the white lines on Sunday, you were good to go. And so for Goodell's tenure, the attempt was to go through this process and it's it's been one with a lot of missteps, a lot of bad calculations, maybe some bad advice along the way. And so now you've, you've hit critical mass 
with all these other headlines on top of it where you it's no longer just about what a player may may, may or may not have done. It's now about how the league handles these processes and how the league is perceived overall. And that's where for Roger Goodell, no matter how well they may be doing their job, perception becomes reality. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline for more from the National Football League NFL on Fox, insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. Jay, every day that's we find out Ezekiel Elliott is suspended, then he gets an appeal and he can play, he's suspended and the appeal he can play. Is an end in sight for this story? I think even if I went to law school, I still can play the answer to this. <laughs> Only so many more I mean, courts, though, real, right? You know, I, I, the other day, we were pretty much, you know, sure that, hey, we're going to find out an answer by Tuesday whether or not it's either he's either going to be suspended or whether they're going to say, no, let's, let's now throw it and let it go to court and let him find out in court, and the whole thing will be heard, and then they'll make a decision. And then this is thrown into it as well. And then even after this happens – um, next week, another appeal could be filed as well. So, man, this is like this is uh, this is as wacky as the Cleveland Browns. So I can't, uh, I don't have an answer. <laughs> Jay, when we see what's going on with the field, and here's Jerry Jones, who was very upset over this Ezekiel Elliott case, and now single-handedly pushing the Roger Goodell extension as as much as he can. Can he really push this off the table and 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 force Roger Goodell to either step down or something drastic happen? No, I don't. I don't no, I, I, it's not. It can't come down to one owner. No, but you know, look. Here's what I wish that they would do. All right, what I wish that they would do is. That when you have evidence on somebody, you want to suspend somebody for six games, let's see what it is. So then it takes all the ambiguity out of it. Like, this is what it was. This is what, this is why we're suspending the person. I think what happens is people get upset thinking that they're being lied to, being duped, that there's not evidence. So I'm like, look, you got evidence. Somebody did something bad. Let's see it. And then there's not going to be an argument. I, I never – I don't understand why they don't. You know, why they aren't willing to say – all right, this is what we have. Here's why we're suspending the person, unless they don't have enough. In this case, I know they thought they had enough. So I just don't understand why you would, you know, hold that back. Because um, a lot of things, as we know, are tried more in the court of public opinion these days than they are in actual court. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show, coming to you from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Our favorite NFL insider, Fox Sports, the unbreakable performance center owner and the founder of MVP, Merging Vets and Players and Touchdown Dreams. Check out the website, vetsandplayers.org. Make sure to stop by uh, with Veterans Day uh, approaching. Uh, yes, give, it, give it a few moments of your time if you can, uh, and if you can, open your wallet as well. At Jay Glazer on Twitter. It's a funny Jay Appreciate Glazer. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, we watched last night, you know, Jason being big Jets fan here, he oh, couldn't here contain come. his excitement. We, um, we we all obviously missed on Todd Bowles and what the <laughs> Jets were doing. What 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 exactly is going on in that locker room? You know, it's funny with, with Todd Bowles. One of the things about Todd Bowles, I've said all along also, is that personnel-wise, as a coach, he is such a good talent evaluator. It's hard to to think anybody's good at what they do up there in, in the Jets because it's always such a mess. But <laughs> even when Todd was just an assistant coach, when he was an assistant coach, he'd have general managers come to him. His word in his eye for personnel went so far 
Um, I've had some guys go, he'd be a better GM than a head coach, but he is, he is a very good head coach, but it starts there at the top. And that, that place, again, the place is a mess. It starts with Woody, Woody Johnson, and it goes down. Um, but he is, right now, the job that Todd Bowles is doing, I mean, he's got to be a, a coach of the year candidate just because they were supposed to be, you know, vying there for, for obviously Sam Darnold. Well, and that's the thing, Jay, is that, you know, for everybody that wanted to say, oh, the Jets are tanking, the Jets are tanking, I get it, but all they did, all the guys they got rid of have no impact. Look, nobody picked up Mangold, nobody picked up Revis, Eric Decker is invisible, David Harris can't get on the field, Brandon Marshall was ineffective and he right. got hurt, Sheldon Richardson is, is, is just a guy in Seattle, and oh, by the way, Jermaine Curse has been okay in a trade there. Everybody they let go, and now all the young guys, Jordan Jenkins is having a big season, and Darren Lee is having a big season. It's like they got rid of all that stuff off the top, and it's, wait a minute, we got some young guys. Yeah, and again, it's, it's I think that's the thing. Todd wants to make sure it was kind of his way. His look. Here's the thing: as a head coach, you got to kind of live and die with your brand. That's it. it. It's who you are. And there's certain there's a lot of moves that are made in this league, and people scratch their head because it's kind of looked at more in a fantasy football way than anything else. But if you go into your locker room and there's a guy in there, maybe a good player, but if he takes away from your head coach's brand, you got to you got to get him out because you can't coach. You can't be yourself. And if there's anybody that's pulling away from that, man, it's really going gonna, gonna to be a detriment to what you're trying to do as a coach. When you can finally get your kind of guys in there, if you will, and they walk the walk with you, um, you know, because it's, you know, the sport has changed now because the, the practice schedule is you can get guys to play as a team, then you're going to have much better results than anybody would have thought. Well, we saw a team starting to come together in a spotlight game last week. Jay, a star emerging in Deshaun Watson goes yeah. down with the ACL. They re-sign T.J. Yates. Tom Savage gets the start. Second half outlook. How do they? How do they get through the second half? And do they look outside to other veteran quarterbacks who may be available? Yeah, I mean, this could be a completely different team. Obviously, this is, you know, Deshaun was, and he was a guy that that Bill O'Brien wanted to play early on, and. No, he got some pressure. He got pressure from the front office not to do it. They wanted to, to protect him. You know, and it just goes to show you, too, Deshaun, and you guys know, I came on combine time, I think before that, thinking that if I had a choice, this would be the guy because, right. man, he gets it. Same thing I said about Carson Wentz last year. This kid works his butt up. He's the type of guy you want marrying your daughter, leading your prayer service, and leading your team. You know, you'll come across those guys very often. And then, you know, people are criticizing his – well, his accuracy, I mean, some of the the way they run routes there at his college, it, there's a good chance that half those throws were on the money. Those receivers just were nowhere near where they were supposed to be. And I think that's what he's showing right now. And Deshaun Watson is a – man, he is a, a – he's definitely one of the guys of the future of this league. And he's just going to get better because he has that, that work ethic. Okay, now i got 18 extra hours a day work on my craft. I'm going to do it. I'm going to outwork the world. Follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer, NFL Insider for Fox Sports, Unbreakable Performance Center owner. And, Jay, what do you do with the Seahawks right now? I see you and Nate Boyer got some stuff going on. Yeah, that's the Seahawks are, are using MVP emerging vets and players there for uh, Salute to Service Month. So go to their pro shop right now online, and uh, some of the proceeds go to help out our combat veterans who are teaming up with our former NFL players give these guys a new team again. You can check it all out. Jay's got it on his Twitter page, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Also the website, vetsandplayers.org, vetsandplayers.org. Jay, as always, buddy, thanks so much. Be good. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jay. There he goes, Jay Glazer. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Tonight was a huge night for LeBron James on the day that quotes from Bradley Beal went viral. The Wizards star guard saying that they're the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. The Cavaliers ducked them in the playoffs last year. They wanted us. We just fell a game short of being able to play them. We control our own destiny, which I don't really know what that means because, well, you're seven games into the season. If we win hey, the rest if, of if our games. If we do really well for the next 75 games. We go 79-3. and three, We control our own wow. destiny. I mean, the Knicks could go 78-4 and four now with Porzingis. Now, that would have been great bulletin board material, though. You know what? We're going after the Warriors <laughs> record. We're going to win But you know what? We're going to finish the job because they could. I, I oh. get it. But as we said, it was the worst thing you could do is to wake up a sleeping giant. And they woke up the Cavaliers, who, of course, are starting slow because they've been to three straight NBA finals. They understand that, well, we're not going to start out with the desire that we need to get to the finals right away because we've been there. Home court advantage is a little bit unimportant to us because we know what it takes because we get there every single year. So, of course, they start off a little bit slow. They're going to get Isaiah Thomas back. It's going to happen. Well, there's and a then, lot of video, Zabruder film of him working out before the game today. Yeah, and then suddenly it's going to be, oh, they got Isaiah Thomas, and look how good they are. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's amazing. Now, who knew? And all this early season struggles that are just stupid, people are going to stop saying. But with all that going on, one of the greatest blank you moments in sports history tonight was after the game was over, LeBron James decided to spend a couple extra minutes courtside shaking hands with young Wizards fans. He gave his bracelets to a young kid. Kid wanted to take a selfie with him, so he takes the selfie. And look, this is not that LeBron James doesn't do this, but it's extra special and don't think it wasn't without a message that he did it tonight after the Wizards said so much about how they're the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. This is LeBron saying, blank you, I'm going to further embarrass you because I came onto your your floor and I scored 57 points. I shot 70% from the floor. And I'm going to further embarrass you by signing autographs for your young fans and I'm going to take pictures so you realize who the beast of the East is. It's a great blank you moment. I've seen it happen many times in sports. I hate it when it happens to my team. Happens see, a lot, I've, I've seen it happen to the Jets. Yeah. I've seen the Jets talk so much before one game against the Rams and Kurt Warner threw for four touchdowns. Kurt Warner was signing autographs in the middle of the fourth quarter of fans. That's how much they wanted to say blank you to the Jets for all the talking they did. He's signing autographs of fans while they're up by four touchdowns. So I hate it when it happens, but I love it when it, when I, when it happens to me. But I love it when it happens to other teams because that's fun. I, I, I got to say, it's fun to see LeBron say, blank you. You want to talk? Yeah. I'll stand here on this court forever, and I'll sign autographs, and I'll wave to the crowd, and you'll realize, okay, we kind of did something we shouldn't have done here. That was completely LeBron embarrassing the Wizards by staying on the court because that's who LeBron is. He doesn't let anything get by. He knows everything that's said. He knows everything that's there. There is nothing that happens because LeBron doesn't think it through. That's what You can't say that happens, that, that he acts very off the cuff. And very glib. No, he always does things. He knows. He's calculated. Nothing just happens as it's a riff. He knew exactly what he was doing. No, it's a quality troll job. Just remind him that it's the first week in November, too. Right? That everybody just needs to calm down. That it's a long marathon. And I like that he raises his hand and say, hey, don't don't forget about me. I'm not gone yet. 
we're taking the first couple of months off and we'll come back and we'll be ready after the new year, after he takes his holiday break. But the reality is that you you know, barring some really big injury or J.R. Smith imploding, that this team <laughs> this team's going to be competing for the Eastern Conference crown. I mean, that that's all there is to it. So if we get a little bit of smack talk here, and, and this look, this is partially calculated as well, just saying, all right, World Series is over. It's our stage again. So let's let's make the most of it. So as soon as the wizards start chirping. Then for LeBron James, it's always the wait a minute. I'm I'm still in charge because he did it during the baseball season. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. I'm still here. Did it and jumped on board the Cleveland Indians bandwagon and got more attention for his Windians and whatever else mm-hmm. he was trying to trademark than anything they were doing on the baseball diamond. So <laughs> for LeBron James, it's calculated also as it's still my league. All these other young oh, guys, yeah. you could talk oh, about yeah. Lonzo Ball, well. you could talk about whatever else. It's still my stage. And then to go and be a, a good community man of going and hanging out with the young fans and showing them some love, you know that's going to get run how many times mm-hmm. on the highlight shows, how many times the next couple of days. Hey, the best of athletes. Because all we're talking about a lot of these times, sitting here on Sports Talk Radio and in the sports television world, what are you doing? Here's more of the court cases, and let's show you screenshots of page 14 <laughs> of this deposition and go through. No, here's LeBron James engaging with young fans. Look, he gave them wristbands and took pictures. Oh, yeah. It's a positive headline. Look at those guys. They've got problems. They're all fighting. They hate each other. Commissioner, pizza guy wants to run away and not deliver anymore. Uh, the checks that he's given to the league. No, you got all of this over here. Hey, I'm hanging out with fans. LeBron James, very calculated, both for the smackdown of the Wizards, but also the larger branding of himself in the league. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.